Holy God, teach us to be still. Help us to know you and to be with you. In the name of the holy and living God, amen. Well, good morning, all saints. It's good to see you. Upon returning from doing all of the work and ministry that Jesus had empowered them to do, the disciples gather with Jesus and he gives them a mandatory timeout, recognizing that they had been working so hard and that many of them hadn't even had time to eat properly. Jesus says to them, come away and go to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Recognizing the weariness in their eyes and seeing the tiredness in, his soul, in their souls, Jesus says to them, come away. Come away with me to a place of solitude and quiet and rest. Now, although Mark's gospel doesn't give the disciples responses to this invitation, we know enough about Peter to guess that he had something to say to Jesus about this commandment for a timeout. So knowing Peter, I can hear him saying, but my Lord, we have so much work to do. There are people expecting us. And of course, Jesus responds, oh, Peter, come away to a deserted place by yourself and rest. And because Peter is Peter, of course, he had another rebuttal. And so I'm sure I could hear Peter saying, but I didn't finish my last conversation in the village next door. I told him I'd be right back. But again, Jesus says, come away with me and rest. My friends, as I spent the week preparing for this sermon, I tried so hard to write a sermon about the reading from Ephesians. Like, it's just a really great text. The Ephesians text, it literally talks about tearing down walls. The words, no longer strangers and aliens, but citizens, is in the Ephesians text. So I really wanted to preach about that. But all week long, as I tried to pull out a sermon from Ephesians, I kept hearing in the back of my head Jesus' words, like a refrain to a song. I kept coming back to his invitation, come away with me. Come away with me to a place of solitude and rest. Come away. And here's the truth. I responded to that frame, that refrain, in a similar way to Peter. Every time I would hear, come away with me, I would respond, but my Lord, there's so much more work for us to do. I can't tell all saints to sit down and rest. So I keep trying to work on a sermon from Ephesians, but that phrase would come again, come away to solitude and rest. And I would say, but Lord, there are so many walls to tear down. There are so many divisions that we need to heal, but again, come away with me and rest. So finally, I got real technical about it. I said, but my Lord, <laughs> I am the priest in charge of service ministries. 
I'm supposed to tell people at All Saints to get to work, that there are poor among us and they're homeless, that they're children who need food and clothes and a good education. I'm supposed to talk about the environment and about all of the injustices in the world. That's what my job is. But meanwhile, the invitation remained the same. Come away with me to solitude and quiet and rest a while. And so on this day, dear friends, I stand before you inviting you to come away to just for a while walk away from the important ministries that God calls us to do and to go to a place of quiet and rest. It's okay. Come away. Come away for a while. Let me tell you a story. When I was a college chaplain, I had the privilege of watching lots of young people find new relationships. Many of those relationships would come and go, but there were inevitably the few that would lead to people getting married. There was this one couple in particular. They were just really cute together. You know that kind of couple. They were really sweet, and I think that most of the students around them could see that they were good for each other, but I was skeptical and not easily persuaded by their cuteness. (laughs) One Wednesday night after worship, a big group of students gathered with me to share a meal, and the cute couple was there being sweet. And when the meal was over, they graciously volunteered to clean the dishes. So I left them to it. I went to my office to do a few things until I became overcome with guilt for leaving them to wash all those dishes. And I made my way down the hall to the kitchen. I could hear the sounds of the water running and the dishes clanging, but there was was no other sounds. There were no voices, no music, just the sound of dishes being washed. And when I rounded the corner, I looked inside the kitchen, and I saw them standing there side by side, one washing, the other rinsing. They exchanged no words. It was just the quiet ease of togetherness. Several months later, when I sat down with them for premarital counseling, the cute couple, I asked one of them, when did you know? that this person was for you. And the response was, the day that we sat on our couch for hours in silence, not awkward silence, just quietness, because we didn't need any words to know that we, they were, that we were there for each other. We didn't need any words. Dear friends, I, I want to invite you into that kind of relationship with God. I want to invite you into the kind of relationship with God where you can simply sit in silence in the presence of God and not need any words to know that God is here. I want to invite you to come away with Christ for what some people call quiet time. Now, I know that for some of you, this talk about being in a relationship with God probably doesn't sound very Episcopalian. That's okay, my friends. Moving into a space where you have a deeper and more meaningful and personal relationship with God, 
doesn't make you a Baptist or evangelical. <laughs> Moving into such a space instead makes you more whole. Let me say that again. Moving into a space where you have a deeper and more personal relationship with God, it makes you more whole. So for those of you who are asking some questions inside of your head, which I know you all do, you want to know how do we do this? How do we respond to Jesus' invitation to come away with me to a quiet place? Well, I'll be honest. I don't know for sure. Uh, quiet contemplation has never been my strong suit. <laughs> I'm an extrovert. And I really do struggle. This is, this is real talk. I really do struggle with stopping work. Because I know that every time I turn on the news, it's clear to me that there's still so much work for us to do. But this week, I'm going to try to accept the invitation. I'm going to try to make room for quiet in my life. I'm going to see what it is to sit in silence with God and not need any words. And I hope you'll try that with me. For me, this attempt to come away and go to a quiet place, it looks like turning my radio off on the commute in. It looks like listening to fewer podcasts and watching less Netflix. It means not calling people on the phone every time the silence starts to creep in. Come away with me to a place of quiet and rest. Come away, Jesus says. Dear friends, perhaps you'll have to turn off the news or maybe you have to put the kids to bed a little earlier. Maybe you'll have to put down your book or take out your earbuds. I don't know what you need to do. I just pray that you will join in accepting Christ's invitation. Let us come away. Let us come away to a place of quiet and rest for a while. So help me, God. Amen.